So be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us and handed himself over for us as a sacrificial offering to God for a fragrant aroma. I think this is a very beautiful verse from Paul's letter to the Ephesians, to live in love. I had a wedding yesterday. Our musician, Cantor, Katie has to hear this part over again, but oftentimes couples will choose that reading from Corinthians. You know, the one, love is patient, love is kind, it is not boastful. I often mention during my wedding homilies that it would be foolish to think that this reading, the letter to the Corinthians about love, is kind of a nice poem to describe some man-made, created concepts over centuries in which we've stumbled upon and call love these days. Rather, what that is, it's not describing an abstract idea or concept. What it is describing is a person his personality, who he is. So when you say love is patient, you should rather say Jesus is patient. He is kind, he is merciful, he is not boastful. So that simplicity of that verse in these readings um, is astounding. But yet at the same time, the depth of which they truly are, it's unfathomable. So to what we proclaim as a church, what we hear in our gospel today on the Eucharist, it seems... You know, it sounds quite simple. That God came in the flesh and in a specific place and time. He conquered sin and death. And then he gave us access through the church to new life in Christ that is sacramentally lived. Pretty simple, what we believe. Yet the problem is that I don't think we penetrate its depth. We don't take it seriously enough. Because that If what we proclaim is true, then it should be proclaimed in our lives. It should be lived. That we could, like love, forget that truth of our faith is also not an abstract idea. So many people have left the church, I think, because of this. You know, they didn't have good catechesis back in the day, or they don't have enough catechesis and CCD and RE now. Not the issue. It's treating learning and ideas of our faith as ideas, instead of treating them as a person. So that's why I think this has depth, not because of a thought, but because of a person who is either wholly accepted or wholly denied. You can't have part of Jesus. You know, when you get married, I'm going to give me a part of you, right? Not the whole me. So it follows then that if our lives don't completely resemble what Jesus his word, the church proclaims is good, true, and beautiful, then there might be a little cause for concern for our own souls. And to ask ourselves, what in my life is not in accord with what Jesus and his church desire? When I leave here, do I leave Jesus and his word at the door as an idea to be picked up hopefully next Sunday? The reality check is, you know, deep breath, we all fall short of these ideals. But that should never cause us to despair. Rather, it should encourage us. It should inspire and give us a zeal to do what we can do, to do what's in our own power, to identify and root out sin in our own lives, going to confession, need be at least once a year, to practice those correlating virtues, and then to pray as an individual, as a family, 
and most powerfully and importantly here at Mass. Three things, root out sin, practice virtue, and pray. That's all it takes to live fully and with the truth. I've mentioned this before in my homilies, uh, that I love Twitter. I don't tweet, but I follow a lot of people. And I actually get quite a bit of homily inspiration sometimes. There's a few bishops out there that have great reflections. And I saw this this last week, and I took a screenshot of it. A bishop wrote, The mighty often try to convince the intellect or persuade the will. Just think of turning on the TV. But this so easily could become foolish, prideful, manipulative, directed towards self-pleasure. Rather, though, truth spoken from one heart to another can move our intellect and will all at once in an instant. St. John Henry Newman, he had this famous quote, he said, cor ad cor loquitur, which means heart speaks to heart. And I think this is the key to transforming our lives, to live and become ourselves that truth. So be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us, gave himself as a sacrificial offering, as a fragrant aroma that consumes all that we do. And so that is done here. Love is a person, truth is a person, and his name is Jesus. And we have him in the flesh, in the Eucharist. So this Sunday, let's let our hearts speak to his heart at this Mass, when we come to the altar, when he comes within us. And let that fragrant aroma pervade all that we do.